Hey, it's Graham. Our past in-depth guests have shared so many inspirational stories about overcoming adversity and tackling the darkest and most challenging times in their lives. We're sharing one of those moments in today's Thursday podcast in the hope that it provides a blueprint for any difficulties you might be facing. This week, David Blaine. My mother had a very difficult life but it also made her the most amazing you know, teacher. She was incredible. It was a, the biggest blessing was to have a mom like that. And How would you kind of best explain the role she played in your life? She would read to me always. She'd take me to museums. She'd take me to libraries. She, she was very loving, very affectionate, and never critical, never judged anybody had very little but would be the first one to take her coat off and give it to a homeless woman in the park, in Prospect Park. And just, yeah, she was incredible. My mother was very health conscious, so she would buy a huge bag of brown rice, a huge thing of oatmeal, she'd have kale, we'd have all those healthy, nutritious things, but, you know, we, it was a single mother working multiple jobs, and so, yeah, we, we were, you know, didn't have much. When we were walking to school, we'd walk across the street. She didn't want to go past the toy store or anything that she wouldn't be able to ever get. One time I remember I was asked <laughs> to school. It was raining and I found that, I said, Mom, there's money. It was raining really hard. And I picked up a $20 bill off the street, but she thought it was just probably a penny and that we were late. And when I, I remember when I pulled the 20 up, she saw it and we both started jumping up and down and hugging each other and we, <laughs> and we were so excited and so happy and then that day when we came back from school she walked me right to the that toy store and with the 20 bucks i picked out a spider-man doll i believe what did she do to make ends meet worked multiple jobs uh, waitress school teacher i mean and then she'd send me away the whole summer so she could work and do whatever. So I'd go to those like camp friendships, those, you know, those programs where they take inner city kids and bring them up to this really pretty place. And there, I think also, now that I think about it, I was in those magic programs at summer camp when I was like six, seven, eight. You said uh, she removed fear from you. How so? I think when you just give a kid that much love and confidence, I think that, that helps. I read somewhere that you were considering going to college, but then she got sick with the ovarian she, oh, cancer. She wanted me to go, yeah. She always dreamed of me going you know, to a great school, but when she got sick with cancer, that wasn't an option. I wanted to just succeed so I could help take care of her and stuff like that, yeah. What was it about uh, what you read in her uh, journals that uh, impacted you kind of at the tail end of her life? The, all, her whole life is just, uh, it's, it's mind-blowing. Starting with her childhood, growing up the way she did. She grew up from a very wealthy Jewish mafia family. Her great uncle was, he, you know, he, was, he owned the Riviera. I think he was the first one of gambling in New Jersey. He was partners with Meyer Lansky. He had all these casinos. And I think that that kind of corrupt money, I think, set her on a mission of her own that she didn't want to be a part of that. And I think she left her family, left everything. She was went from New York City to moving into Brooklyn, 
after a suicide attempt when she was 18. And then she just tried, I think, tried to find meaning and, and just, like I said, became a school teacher, inner city kids, and social worker, and put herself through uh, Brooklyn College at that point. One quick favor before you leave, please consider giving the podcast a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping us reach new listeners. Thanks for your support.